Welcome to the Courage Meant to Go podcast, where we share good news, great laughs, and real life stories to encourage you as you face life today. And so much more. Welcome to Courage Meant to Go, episode number 17 already. Wow, has time gone fast, and we apologize. It's been a few weeks, and um, it's Christmas season already, mm-hmm. and I'm joined with my lovely wife, Caitlin, Hello and we're everyone. actually on a snow day. Woohoo! And Technically, it's e-learning day. Oh yeah, e-learning day, and... Uh, we got our smooth jazz music in the background. Yes, I hope you can hear all that. It's so beautiful. We are about nine days away from Christmas. Yeah. Okay, Google, stop playing. <laughs> yeah, so we live in a day, 2020, where we can talk to Google. And Google does what we want them to do. We like Google. If there's internet. If the internet's working well. Yeah. And sometimes that's a struggle around here. Yes, we live out in the middle of nowhere. But there, it is somewhere. Well, it's true. Somewhere in the country. To many people, they call it home. That's true. And I honestly, there's some days I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, and with the craziness of if you turn on the TV, I'm very much okay with not living in the middle of the city right now. Absolutely. Yeah, so... Um, I don't know about everybody else or what kind of music you all listen to, but um, on my variety of music now, I've learned that we like jazz music, or it puts us in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. So we, I don't remember where I oh, even start. Oh, okay. Well, maybe oh, you we should start. We started it when we went to see Taylor and Stephanie. Oh, that's right. When we did a and podcast. We walked in with our family, and it was like some surreal moment it was like one of those hallmark movies when you walk in it's just like oh except nobody was trying to find a new person oh right we already found each other so yeah but But, yeah but they had that in their kitchen playing and it was like i just felt so fancy and it was just so i don't even know so intricate it was it was beautiful and so i was like is this really all that's making a difference is the jazz music playing in the background and so when we got home we're like, okay, we're eating dinner. It's kind of quiet because our kids were actually eating and being quiet. Yeah. We're like, maybe we'll just try some jazz music. So we're like, okay, Google, play some quiet dinner jazz music, piano, instrument. You know, you can include lots of different um, descriptions. And my goodness, it is just sets the mood so beautifully. Yeah. So jazz music has done it for me. Like it's a mood setter. Mm-hmm. Like everything changes, and then. We get to light a candle. Yes. Um, and let's talk about candles. Oh, we've always loved candles. Yeah. Um, when I used to want to pick out, well, I guess I still have a chance at one of them. My brother, future brother-in-laws for <laughs> Caitlin's sisters. <laughs> I would first question I'd ask about any boy they started dating was, do they like candles? <laughs> and they started to like realize that I was serious. And I tell a lot about a guy. Do you like the smell of candles? So, anyways. which I think the one brother-in-law we have. I'm not sure he's a big candle person. Well, it's d- he is. He just wouldn't admit it, I'm sure. Ooh, true point. But you're very proud of it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, 
my nostrils like the smell of great things. I think one time for Christmas, my grandma got you a box full of candles because she's a party light woman. And we're like, listen, just get him a box of candles. And you were so pumped about this. I know a lot of people that are party heavy. <laughs> so it's nice <laughs> to f- find someone that's party light. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? No. Oh. Oh, my goodness. So I hope somebody actually, listening knows what party light actually is. Actually, Grandma Linda. Yeah, that was so, like, 1990. Oh, gosh. No, it was, I was born in 1989. Come on. <laughs> or you mean party light? Yeah, party oh, light. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant that happened in 1990. No. Like, no, honey. <laughs> so, yeah, these candles. I don't know my favorite smell, but I sure do like smells. <laughs> And so you wouldn't do well with COVID when you lose all your scents. Ooh, that'd be tough. So everybody's like, "Have you had COVID?" I'm like, "I don't know, but I have not lost my sense of smell or my taste, which your grandma can't smell or taste." True, true. And it's really probably not that fun for because because no. when you lose your smell, you kind of lose your taste because they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, hold your nose and try to taste something. Right. Yeah, can't be good. No. Um. So there. This is what I appreciate about my wife, and I want to brag about her in front of the whole world that's listening, or all 22 viewers. (laughs) Um, What I appreciate about her is she went on a journey the other day, and they went, and you went to Bed Bath & Beyond? Bath & Body. Excuse me. I I get all those Bs mixed up. (laughs) Uh, Bath & Body works. They say it's not about works, but there it is. (laughs) And... They had a sale on candles. Oh, yes. The best sale. And there is a big difference if if you go home and tell your husband or your wife, hey, I bought a bunch of candles. They were $9. When they were actually nine ninety nine. it's a dollar difference in each one. Oh, you'll be all right. Well, I, I, I like to um, round down. Yeah. So we were blessed to do this. But my wife comes home with nine candles like nice ones from bath and body works yes yeah and that's not a normal m- place a male would like to go into but i just go in for whatever they candles smell I so smell. good yeah. but let, like if you guys know bath and body works they are these beautiful i mean they're not real big candles but they're pretty big and they're three wick candles they're normally 25 dollars, but they have a sale which apparently happens two or three times a year and i need to mark this on my calendar no yes and um, they smell up your entire house. Like they are amazing. And so I bought, I had to buy nine of them because, and you know, but you know what I'm upset about is that there was a limit of 18. I could have bought 18 of them, but they didn't have the best smells. And I was like, well, I don't According I mean, to you. Right. Well, they didn't have many options, but then I come to find out when we have to leave and I pay and the place was crazy, by the way. And I had both my kids, our kids, sorry, they're our kids. Um, I had both our kids trying to shop on three Saturdays before Christmas. Never, never again, never again. But anyways, I could have bought 18 of them and you know what you can do? You can buy them and then you can take them back and exchange them for a better smell after the holidays when they have better scents. Okay. Let's be honest. I should have bought 18 of them. This is kind of using the system and not Christ-like when you burn part of a candle knowing you're just going to take it back, even though you like that smell. The point of it is it's a guarantee that you like the smell. Somebody else told us that, though. Yeah, I don't but think you didn't I have would. to go along with it and share this with the world that you can go out and cheat. Poor Bath & Body Works. No, 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 From no. From now on, everyone, They're Bath & Body Works will money. not be able to have a sale 
because so many returned candles put them out of business. No. I don't want to return them. I want to exchange them. Okay. I mean, they still keep my money. And they get a candle that's half burnt. Listen, I would not burn half a candle and take it back. Somebody else. I don't it, Even I if you not, burn it for no, two minutes, they I can't resell it. You're not listening. Can you, can you're do, not listening know, to me. But do you know that they cannot resell it? Right. I'm not telling. I'm saying I would have just bought them, not burned them. I would not do that. That's just, I wouldn't do that personally. I would not burn them. I would just exchange them brand new for a smell that I liked better. Well, everyone, um, she may be telling the truth. She may not. We'll never know. Because I will not, in my moral standards, let her burn candles and then take them back. And I would not either. Okay. But anyways, I didn't buy 18 of them. I only bought nine. And we've already given away several, and we've already burned like two of them. So guess what? We're halfway gone. Speaking <laughs> of burning two of them... I literally walked in the door, which is approximately 35 feet across the other side of our house, and I could smell it with in the mudroom. There's like two doors in between. the. It's like a corridor of amazing things. But I opened the door, and, and I could smell the candle that you were burning all the way over in the kitchen. I was it's amazed. Good stuff. Good stuff. So there's our endorsement. Our sponsor today is <laughs> Bath & Body Works. Check out their sales twice a year, and we don't know when that is. But... I'm sure it's over by now, so. Yes, definitely over, I'm sure. <laughs> um, or else we'd probably be, probably be back. Um, yeah, so there's awesomeness we right there. We love candles. There you go. Boom. Yeah, there, there's other things, too. Um, we also, um, we just watched a movie. We did. We need to take a little spotlight. We, we got, we're down done with our Bath & Body Works sponsor, so now we're going to move on to another movie mm. sponsor. Uh, today's movie was brought to you by um, somebody who let us borrow their DVD. Yeah, it's yeah. called Wonder. Mm-hmm. We've had this for almost a year, I think, too. We yeah, just we, we borrowed it. and we Got to watch it. And the public service announcement, if we have borrowed one of your movies <laughs> and you want to write it down, we'll give it back. We just have no clue where they came from at this <laughs> point. And we let people borrow our stuff a lot. No clue where it's at. Nope. So if you have some of our stuff and would love to return it, that would be great, too, because, well, we don't need it, per se. But we go to give it to someone else, and we're like, oh, I guess we gave that away at some point. Sorry, we don't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anybody else struggles with that. But <laughs> movies are one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So we watched Wonder together, and it was such a good movie, such a great movie. Yeah, and it really had a lot of awesome points in it, mm-hmm. and that would be great to have any kid watch or adult. Yeah, very true. Because we don't treat each other very well. No. So it was centered around a fifth grade boy, and he, um, you know, has a face deformity, and how he goes through life, and and you know how everybody kind of reacts to him, and I think such a good. Yeah, like you said, kids and adults alike, we both need some of the points that it kind of made. And we've talked about homeschooling or regular schooling, and to be honest with you, kids do go through a lot in school. They get bullied all the time. You even said during the movie a couple times, that's so what I deal with every day. Mm-hmm. And I see that, but it does make you stronger, and uh, which brings us to our overall point of the day. Our overall point of the day is... Do we ask God to take away situations or take us out of a circumstance that's troubling us? Or do we ask God to grow us into the man or woman we're supposed to be in our relationship with him through that situation? So when's the last time you faced a hard situation and you prayed to get out of it rather than praying to grow closer to God? Oh, man. 
I mean, I can't pinpoint something, but I'm sure I do it quite often. Like, if it's anything I'm uncomfortable with, it's like, all right, God, you could make this go a little faster or make this go away. That'd be great. Um, rather than, oh, well, you know, what's God trying to teach me during this? Oh, patience. <laughs> I don't really just sit and be like, oh, thank you for this patience building exercise, God. <laughs> yeah. I wish I did. That, that would be a much better outlook on it. Well, I, I very, very seldom... It afterwards I see, oh, I grew so much during this season or during this circumstance or during this trial. And maybe that's what we're doing in 2020. Mm. Um, it's about over. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people are excited about that. <laughs> yeah. But in all honesty, um, we've gotten to spend more time with our families. Yeah. Some people, not all. Um, and there's been some positive things, too. And we have to look at that. So... How do you grow through it all? How do we grow through the hard things? Yeah. You put your eyes on, not on the things. Yeah. You have to completely change your perspective. Well, there's a song. Who sings that song, Through It All? My eyes are on you, through it all, it is well. Bethel? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe somebody like that. But, uh, it's a worship band. Yeah. That's what we got to do is keep our eyes on the the one who holds the universe in his hands yeah and this doesn't surprise him well and to go along with that song such a great song um at the very end of it when it says it um through it all my eyes are on you then at the very end she includes the hymn it is well with my soul and isn't that a hymn that the man who wrote it didn't had he just lost pretty sure he just lost his family really he just went through a really hard time and that's like the last thing you would have thought he would have written the hymn about and it said, it is well with my soul. Yeah. Would you like to sing it for us? Not really. That's okay. We don't need it. Today. <laughs> um, but we would know some of these facts if we actually scripted the podcast. But thankfully, this is why it's encouraging is because we're just going like you are. And, and yeah. there can be some preparation. I will say, um, I want to talk about the story. It's an amazing story in, in scripture and it's in Genesis about 28 through 32 or 33. It's about Jacob, a guy named Jacob, and his dad was Abraham, and his dad was, no, his dad was Isaac. Yeah, and his grandpa would be Abraham, maybe. Anyways, he was in, like, the royal line of awesome people in the Bible, and they were only awesome because God picked picked them to be awesome. Not that they weren't going to be awesome anyways, but they were ordinary people like me and you. And... So what happened was Jacob was kind of a deceiver. He was kind of a tricky little cat, and uh, he tricked his dad into getting the blessing, and he lied, and he deceived. That's who he was. As a matter of fact, he took his brother's most prized thing, his, his birthright, and he stole it, basically. I mean, let's be real about it. So he's kind of a little little deceiver, little uh, one of those guys you really don't want to be around. And um, God... God blessed him. He was he was starting to get to know God and follow God, and uh, he had all kinds of crazy riches and and livestock, which is what the riches were, and and family members. As a matter of fact, he had a couple wives, couple servant wives, which is about three more wives than I want. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going, and he was going to re meet he meet up with his brother. And the one he wronged so bad, and he's been away for so long. And that's what I think about when I think about 
Christmas when I think about his reuniting. Even through the hard times and the mess, we always just seem that people, we always think the worst, don't we? In every situation. Like, if you said something to someone or you got in a disagreement or do you, do you not always think the worst or is it only me? I, I want to know what a woman thinks here. This is the podcast where we get to get into a woman's mind. I don't think you want that today. No, we really um, don't. Uh, no, that needs to okay, be. Okay, and going on. No. And <laughs> I mean, I do feel like, I'm, I mean, I'm probably different than a lot of other women. Maybe not. But I mean, I do think if there's been a confrontation or if there's been something not, you know, peachy and best frenzy in a relationship with us um we kind of think like all the situations then all the possibilities of the way the situation could go so like we're heading over to your parents this a A could happen b could happen c could happen what am i gonna do with a what am i gonna do with b what am i gonna do with c but you always think first about the bad situation don't you sadly yes yeah and so that's what he thought and i'm gonna go on with the story and i apologize if i yawn a little bit just for the record we're real life people. At three o'clock this morning, we were getting <laughs> bed sheets off a of bed because there was pee everywhere, a kid crying, and that's just normal life at times. Mm-hmm. So then we got everything straightened out, and we shoot. Put them uh, all back to bed. Had a lot of grace and love. You did at three a.m. this That's morning. a lot of growth, especially from this end. If I am like, have I really grown? I've grown mm-hmm. before. I'm like. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm. I have a lot of work to go, <laughs> but I've came a little ways, and I, this is good. I can see some growth. Anyways, as I keep yawning, <laughs> it's one of those times. It's life. Oh goodness! Maybe you're too comfortable on the couch right now. You just told I was on the couch. <laughs> no, we are in a studio in New York. It's better than eating potato salad while you're. It is doing a podcast. Yeah. Speaking of which, I am getting a little bit hungry. So. I, I am too. We'll get a snack after we finish the podcast. Maybe. Um, but the point. Back to Jacob. It's kind of like Christmas. Yeah. It reminds you of Christmas. That's where you're. Well, going. yeah, because he got back with his brother who he wronged, so he came up with this worst case scenario, and. What happened was he thought his brother would want to kill him, which would which be understandable. Yeah, because he stole so much from him. But because back then they dealt with that a lot, they just like killed each other. It was well, yeah. There there's lots prob- of drama in the Bible. They, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot of family drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just people again. God uses just ordinary people that struggle. Well, anyways, he said, "I'm going to send." this group of family, this group of livestock ahead as kind of like a gift and then just kind of prepare the way before he actually met his brother face to face. So what happened was he was getting ready to do that and then he sent everybody ahead and then he had a night alone. So here's what happens when Jacob was alone. Alone. So All weird. alone in Stop the dark. Stop saying it that way. <laughs> he was in the dark. So here's what happened. Yeah, he went to sleep and uh, or he was getting ready guess to go to sleep and this man he says comes up and starts wrestling with him yep in the middle of the night all night long all night all night yeah he like all night long he wrestled with him i'm gonna tell you as a as a man that was once a teenage boy who was once a kid nothing wears you out more than wrestling you don't know this because you didn't wrestle and that's no 
definitely this, not. This is a struggle in our household because me and the kids are wrestling and I look over at Caitlin and she's like, <laughs> and like has her feet up <laughs> in the air like not. she's scared of wrestling or something. You make me sound like a pretty girl or something. Sometimes. Oh, God. Sometimes you're over there doing your nails with sparkles oh, and all that funny stuff. Oh, whatever. My nails are plain right now. Definitely. Um, <laughs> so anyways, he's wrestling and wrestling does wear you out. And he wrestles with God all night long. And and I don't know if he got God in a chokehold. Uh, Wait, how do we know it's God? Not well, he me. said afterwards, I've seen God and I lived. But was it an angel? Was it God? I don't know. Okay. Uh, this is still a question. Even I asked it in coffee and questions and we still don't know. Ooh. But at times he wrestled with God and he must have had him in a headlock or something because God, we'll just say it was God in a man form tapped out he said he was he knew he wasn't going to beat him but he touched his hip and threw it out of socket like messed up his hip so he had to walk with a limp the rest of his life thanks to this wrestling match and um but he said before he would let god or the angel or the man go he wanted to be blessed so he must have knew he wasn't an ordinary man and I can't imagine how tired you tired you would be after wrestling for that long, till day daybreak. It said, but he he wanted to be blessed, and and you know at that point, God changed his name from Jacob, which means, um, heel or deceiver, like because he grabbed the heel of his brother's foot coming out of the womb or something, something crazy. The Bible is just awesome with stories, um, and it's definitely not boring, especially not these stories. Genesis is crazy. I love it. But going on, changed his name from deceiver or heel. Changed, he said, you are no longer Jacob. I am now going to call you Israel. Which, nobody hardly ever talks about Israel. We always talk about Jacob. Matter of fact, in the burning bush, um, he introduces himself. God does as, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jesus, in like Matthew 22 maybe verse 32 says i am the god of abraham isaac and jacob wow yeah that's crazy i never thought about it that way so they use israel or jacob and not israel and if you were god who gives him the, the name new name israel. why wouldn't you use it so some commentary and i got all this this is not my original thought this one isn't but it all comes from when we look at God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we think that instead of Israel, Jacob, God is the God of Jacob's too. The mess, the deceivers, the hurt, the broken, the, you know, did things the wrong way. And I think that's the way they put it. God is the God of those ordinary men and women. He, he created them as well. And we're all just created it just to be us. And that's my, so I'm going really off kilter here. Anything to add to that story? Have you ever thought about that before, though? No, definitely not. Did you know Jacob had a new name? I did remember that. But, yeah, you've definitely brought up some parts that I'm like, hmm, I never thought about that way. Of course, he gave his grandpa a new name. Abraham used to be Abram. Mm, It's true. Sarah used to be Sarah, or it's now Sarai. Yeah, or was was Sarai, S A R A I, and we don't know the pronouncements really. 
but yeah, it was pretty cool. And so he does, it's cool that God can give us a new name. And I, I think that's what, when Jesus calls us to him and we accept him, I believe he gives us a new name. He says, Mitch, you are no longer the Mitch that did this, this, this. You're no longer the Mitch that lives like this. You are now my child. With that new name, that new creation that, that God wants us to be, he also makes, says that his blood that was shed for us makes us white as snow, which is crazy how blood can cover you and make you white as snow. But the snow part is such the cool part, how every snowflake is different. Good point. Every single one. And it's amazing that every person is different. So you were created to do what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Did you think, or have you ever thought about, I didn't think about that till this, till this morning I was talking with someone. Did you know that like th- what you're created for is so much different than anybody else was created for? Like only you, Caitlin, can do what you've been created for. Mm, that's really deep. I mean, I think I always... I always, uh, like, for example, being a teacher, like, there are some days I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, these kids are crazy. Like, I could come up, I could go and do some things so much different that would be so much easier some days. And, but I truly feel like that's where God wants me. Um, But to think of it as, like, literally, God has you where you, he wants you because only you can fulfill that. That's really good. That's really deep. Yeah, well, I only thought about that because... Jesus says, if you want to follow me, and this is probably going to be a sermon in the future for any of you go to Zenith, I apologize, you'll hear this again. But Jesus says, follow me, deny yourself, and pick up your cross. Not the cross. Pick up your cross. Because we're supposed to bear other people's burdens, and we've been put in all these different people's lives and everybody's been put in different people's lives. And we all have that purpose to be the light, to um, reconcile other people to, to the creator and uh, be a part of his overall story and purpose. But I never thought about the cross God has for me. And he says, when you deny yourself, which, which is a whole, that's only because of the call of Jesus, which I'm still working on, or I don't know if I've fully even accepted it half the time. But when you deny yourself, you pick up the cross that God has there for you to carry. I always thought it was a generic cross. I always thought like it was the Christian cross, quote, unquote. Like his cross that he carried. Yeah. We're going to pick up that cross. Pick up your cross. Hmm. You talk about personalizing it. Yeah. Um, we all, every single human that was created, though, has a cross created just for them to pick up. And it's their choice. Whether they'll pick it up and follow God's way or go their own way. And I always thought, okay, there's martyrs. There's people that live across the world. There's people that live in jails that because they shared Christ, that's the way it is. And I thought, well, that would be a cross that I'd have to do. But my cross may be dealing with um, a sick mother or, you know, everybody's crosses are so much different and the burdens we're called to bear are so much different. But basically the whole point is that is you want to carry the cross because that's where true freedom lies. But we 
we'll do whatever we can to avoid surrendering everything to Jesus. Because that means that we have to relinquish control. Um, We are very controlling people. We want things, especially our society now. We want things now. We want things the way we want it. We don't have to wait for things. We want it now. And we... and we want things our way. Right. And we're kind of selfish. And we, this is really sad, but we think our way is the best way. Mm-hmm. I remember being asked the question at one point. This is going to sound arrogant for a second, but it's really not. Do you, what would the world be like if everybody was like you? I'm like, well, pretty good. Um, but what would the world be like if everybody was like Jesus? That is a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I just thought, you know. That's good. Yeah, I know this conversation has gotten really deep. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely some questions I feel like we need to ask ourselves. You know, like, we'll go back to the cross. Like, what what kind of cross am I picking up every day? Am I picking up any cross? <laughs> or are we just picking up our phone? Or mm. are we picking up Facebook? Yep. Or are we picking up, yeah, anything that gives us relief that's not Jesus. Mm-hmm is not really the right way um it's not bad they're not bad things no but they're not jesus either right so i would say they're still bad but they're just not the best right and he wants what's best for us and i think that's why he says taste and see that the lord is good if we would just taste and see and you know we have so much room to grow um they share a quote on the movie and this is a on the wonder back to that this is more of a worldly quote but it also is very true it says if you have a choice to be right or to be kind choose kind or Mm -hmm. be kind and i look at that and there sometimes it's not being kind though to not confront someone with the truth it's actually doing them a disservice but if you're going to tell them the truth but not doing it in love says truth and love um, you're also, if you're just doing it to because you're being judgmental, you're doing it because, well, any other reason besides because you love, love them, mm-hmm. you got to do it. So, um, yeah, I know that's, that's pretty deep, but that's just something encouraging to think about. Because yeah. I know, well, I mean, it is Christmas in nine days and I know um, the new year is right around the corner and I know a lot of people do some self-reflection and trying to set some goals for the year and what what better goal than to just try to um put our focus on on jesus and just not worry about what i'm gonna do but what what can how what can i do to get closer to jesus what can i do to look more like jesus um to the world to those around me to my family to people i work with i mean that should be a resolution getting it started seeking him Mm mm-hmm so we have, there's these elves that sit on the shelves or the ceiling fans or whatever. And um, in our household, we don't have an elf. No. We have a shepherd. We do. Yeah. A and he has a name. came to our house. A shepherd did come to our house the other day. His name is Timmy. T-I-M-Y. T-I-M-Y. Timmy. Yeah, Zeke named him on accident. <laughs> um, we asked him, what, what do you want to call this elf? Because that was part of their... Hey, meet the she- el- shepherd. God, now I'm saying it. What it's do you, okay. It's all right. Yeah. What do you want to call this shepherd? And then it comes with a, bu- a story about 
Mm-hmm. Will you explain it a little bit more? So it's called Shepherd on a s- on the Search, and the whole story it's a, it's an adorable story, um, but about how the sh- angels came to the shepherds first. I mean, that's no. S- if you read, you know, the Christmas story, you know that the shepherds, sorry, the angels came to the shepherds and said, "Go and find um, the baby. You know, he'll be on a, in a manger." And so it's about this young shepherd who wants to go. He wants to, he just saw the angels. He wants to go see the baby Jesus, but the older shepherds sit, like, won't let him go because he's just a kid. So he follows behind them quietly and he gets kind of scared and he gets, you know, he has to go through this adventure all by himself, but he knows it's worth it. And so throughout the whole, he's searching for the child by following the older shepherds, shepherds. And, um, and then at the end it talks about how he, Christmas morning, he, um, he ends up finding the baby. And, um, and so that's kind of what he does in our house. He goes around and each day he moves to different places because he's searching for the baby. And on Christmas morning, the baby will show up because that's Jesus birthday. And the, um, shepherd will be at the manger scene. Um, oh, well, that's our hope anyways, right? (laughs) When the, um, on on Christmas morning. So it's really fun. And, um, the first night, uh, we told the kids, which Lakin doesn't really talk yet. She's only two. And so we're like, Zeke, what, t- what do you want to name our shepherd? And he's like, I want to name him Zeke. I'm like, we can't, you can't name him your name. That doesn't work like that. <laughs> and so then, um, so we had these papers and it said, hi, my name is dot, dot, dot. And we had to put the name on it. So he starts spelling it out, but he thought the first letter was a T. So he put T-I-M-Y, which it really said, hi, my name is. We're like, yeah, T-I-M-Y, Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe in our um, in different states other than Indiana we would maybe say Timey <laughs> or something, but Timmy is the name of our shepherd there who's on the search for Jesus. Yeah, and it's been fun. Um, yeah. It's been interesting. Um, I'm not sure where he was last night actually. Yeah, he's on the floor right now. Um, I think Lakin found him. Yeah, Lakin found him. And well. then Zeke was like, "Where's Timmy?" And my will Lakin already found him. So <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's been fun. Yeah, something different. Yeah. Um, I've become one of those parents that I thought I would never become. <laughs> but f- uh, just like a lot of Christian things, we do it for a Jesus purpose. Really, we just want to do the same thing and then have a purpose behind it. But it's all good. And uh, he has they have an elf at daycare, I believe, um, in other places. I'm not real sure what the name is and stuff. But, yeah, so we've, we've started that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of you know, what else has been going on lately. We've got a Christmas program coming up. Yep. We have a Christmas program at church with all the kids singing and socially distanced dancing, maybe. Sure. Yeah. And and we'll do a Christmas Eve service, which was kind of neat to ask a group of people that was their favorite tradition. I don't know if you guys have a, a favorite Christmas tradition, but and I had to agree. I think one of my favorite Christmas traditions is... I instantly thought of the Christmas Eve service and we usually dim the lights and we have lanterns and candles and it's very quiet. Play our soft jazz music maybe this year. Oh yeah. Maybe that's a new start. <laughs> that and I just wanted to say Christmas Eve service, um, we've been doing it every year. Mm-hmm. We do it Christmas Eve at nine o'clock. And to be hundred percent real with you, before I came to Zenith, we never did one. But we did go to a Catholic mass at midnight. It's called how did we stay up that late? Well, that was before kids. Oh, pre-kids. But okay. we went to midnight mass, and we loved it because it got us in the right attitude. I'm not. I think we, yeah, whatever. I don't know how we got there, but we did. And I think before we had kids, we actually were like we're cute. And we actually stayed the night with my parents because we didn't have kids, and we like, and so they were right next yeah, you door. Thought that was cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, 
so we went to midnight mass and i was starting to think i was like no church that i know does and nothing against the catholics here i just don't want to stay up till midnight so no, i was like i was late where's a church that has something on christmas that gets your heart right christmas for the eve. real reason and or christmas eve yeah or christmas I guess. yeah or either one and i know some churches may do a communion on christmas but christmas eve i needed something so i was like i picked a really random time nine o'clock in the evening <laughs> and i love it yeah. it's dark um it c- we're kind of everybody's kind of getting ready for bed in anticipation for the next morning as well or they've enjoyed time with their family and they could, you know, that's a good meeting point. And we've had people from different churches and maybe that's why it's my favorite mm-hmm. services. It brings together all different people. For yeah. Us. And they're always, it's just everybody's happy to see each other. Yeah. They're sm- like it's. We it's did what? Do we usually have like some hot cocoa and stuff afterwards if people want to yeah, stick some around? Yeah, coffee and, and hot chocolate and some cookies. Yeah. And we'll, we'll have that this year too, of course, in a sanitized COVID way. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I just, I think that's, just awesome that we can do that and just uh like you said it just brings the true point of christmas back because it can be so busy busy but i feel like that just kind of narrows it back down to this is why we celebrate christmas before we go to bed before the hoopla happens on christmas morning it is it's very special yeah so and then the last thing i guess a shout out to our neighbors Um, they did a christmas zoo this year yes blue tassel farms christmas zoo so basically yeah, they have like a little petting zoo, mm-hmm. and it's cool. They on Friday and Saturday night they open it up to public, and they have animals to pet, yeah. and they have a little uh, hay ride. Yeah, little behind a tractor up a hill mm-hmm. to, the to the North Pole. Yeah, yeah. Just it's very low key, but I think it's a great little thing for way out here, and it doesn't cost anything. Free will donation, and yeah, it was great. Zeke actually said, "Daddy." We're not going to the real North Pole, are we? <laughs> I'm like, no, because it'd be really cold. <laughs> it's a long trip. <laughs> um, yeah. So. So yeah, thanks for uh, joining us today, and uh, encourage you through the holiday season. Just remember who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, that God created you different from everyone else. So don't put on a show for your family or friends. Just be you, yeah. and love who you are, and who God made you to be. And, and most of all, love God and seek him just like Timmy the Shepherd. And I love the point you made earlier. Just don't think the worst about situations as you go into them. Try to think the, the best and it may not be exactly what you think it might be or it might be even better. You never know. Yeah, Give it to God and he can yeah. take care of it and just uh, go be you. Enjoy, enjoy time with family and friends and uh, remember who Jesus is. Have a blessed week. everyone for joining us on our podcast today make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes and if you know anyone else that could use some encouragement we'd love if you would share it with them we're all in this together so until next time my friends on courage meant to go